Welcome back to My Brother's Friend and I, the podcast. I'm the I in this situation, Trevor, alongside my brother's friend, Corey. Hi, Trevor. Hello. What is up? What is up? Well, I, I, I can tell you what's up. Tell it me is, what's up. It is starting to get fallish over here, and I'm it happy is. about it. It is. I'm excited. The leaves are turning a little bit. But have, you most... had your, have you had your pumpkin spice latte yet? So I've, I, until this year, I never had a pumpkin spice latte, but mm-hmm. I did order one because I wanted to try it. You wanted to be basic. Yeah. I wanted to see what all the, the, the hype was about. Okay. I'm not going to lie. They're pretty good. <laughs> they are good. <laughs> I'll gladly say I'm basic all day long. I do enjoy pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. See, we can make fun of them all we want, but man, they are, they are solid. They're, they slap. They're, <laughs> they're good. So, which I've, uh. I'm trying to develop a likeness for coffee. I don't okay. like it, but I'm tr- I want to be able to drink it. You want to be sense. like, do you want to be like a connoisseur? Or just like if you need energy to get you up, just like pound it down kind of thing. So, so I don't know. I guess neither of those, honestly, really what I want is the same reason that I want to be able to drink beer without like cringing. You just want to be sophisticated. Need- no, it's not even that. I don't even need to like it. My thing is like, if someone like asked me like, Hey, do you want to get some, a beer after work or something? I don't want to be like, yeah, sure. And then I order like a cider, a rosé, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something soft. I got to, you know, order a beer. So like, that makes me feel like cooler. And it's kind of the same concept with coffee. <clears throat> I can't, I don't want someone to be like, Hey, do you want to go grab a coffee tomorrow morning or something? And then I get, you know, a hot chocolate <laughs> so i don't know i just feel like i need to you, there's some things you just have to know how to drink in in social circumstances and that's like a it's like a social peer pressure that doesn't actually exist but i'm putting it on myself to exist. yeah that's you're definitely like almost kind of I don't, I don't want to say i don't nah i don't know if you're stereotyping yourself but like you're you're doing the things that like a lot of you you want to be normal is what you're, it kind of <laughs> seems like you're trying to like normalize yourself yeah, it's like I want to be able to, to do things that other people are doing and not be like, oh, gosh, I don't want to do that because I don't like it. I just want to like like it enough to, that I can have it. <laughs> I mean, there's I think it's I think it's finding the tricks. It's, I don't know if you like necessarily have to like all those things because I so like I like beer. I like coffee, but there's like specific coffees that you could get like a pumpkin spice latte find the ones that aren't as basic so like if you (laughs) if you like pumpkin spice latte why sugar okay what else has sugar (laughs) well you could do like a vanilla cappuccino or like something like that that still has the same amount of sugar and it's a flavor that's like it cuts the coffee from just being like coffee you're not gonna be like i want black or black coffee yeah i'm not doing that crap (laughs) um but like yeah, find like a cappuccino or find like lattes. If you lattes say you are want, pretty solid. I if like you those. say you want like a caramel latte, no one's looking at you like this is so weird. This dude is ordering it. You know? Yeah, yeah. You, you it's it's, a, it's an actual drink. It's a little bit like it's a little. It's like a basic drink, but it's like you know, it's actually like a, a drink. It's right. not like a pumpkin spice. No, latte. but then if you're like, I want three shots of espresso then you're like this dude's hard just like if somebody's <laughs> like i want either the craziest stout or i want the craziest ipa 
most of those situations when you're in a bar and someone does that you're like you're hard dude like yeah yeah that's never gonna be me <laughs> you can find in and even like i found beers that depending on the day like like i said i like beer but like there's beers that depending on the day you can drink so like a shandy or something if you if you don't like beer try a shandy it's lighter yeah yeah and those are those are fun summer drinks i feel like because i feel like i'm a pirate <laughs> Drinking it's that not shandy. a sea shanty i understand they're not spelled the same but it's the same it's the concept Ooh. should make up some like salted something so then it has like the salt of an ocean and then you could say it's like a sea shanty that would but be smart a, a sea a sea shandy but it's like Mm. You, you see what i'm doing i do i do we can't release this episode yet because that is pure gold <laughs> you're welcome whoever whatever <laughs> company is working on this stuff yeah so i recall i seem to recall we had a few points that we're going to come back up um in this one and the first of which is on my mind is how did the old uh dentist appointment go did you survive do you have any more dentist appointment went good okay there were no issues <laughs> And on top of that, it was the first time I was ever complimented, complimented on my gums looking good from flossing. Whoa, look at this guy. He's gone from so like 45 I from, cavities. <laughs> I went from zero to hero really quick. And I was impressed. I was like quite impressed. It, it was kind of weird. So there's one point where the girl like when she was scraping the plaque, she like scraped in one area for a little bit of time and then like went over to the computer and like took a note and I'm like, Oh, you no, know, like I'm whenever, screwed. Yeah. <laughs> whenever that happens, it's never good. It's almost like when you're like interviewing or talking to someone and you're in trouble or like, and then all of a sudden they're like looking at you, looking at you, like shaking their head. Yeah. 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 And then all of a sudden they stop and take a note. You're like, Oh crap. I'm toast. I, yep. <laughs> what I, what I say, what I do. Um, yeah. It was that kind of situation. And, and that always happens. Like usually when you get a cavity, they're going to go like write a note to the dentist to be like, check on whatever tooth. And the dentist came in and we're all good. I had x-rays done, um, you know, like the yearly x-rays or whatever, the normal. It took her like 15 times to do it. So either I'm like radioactive now or like the machine. (laughs) So like the machine wasn't working, but it kept like doing the x-ray part. So I don't know if it was just like the image capture wasn't working or like the actual x-ray machine wasn't working. So Mm. either I'm completely fine or I just had like... 50 x-rays done on my face and so i'm gonna become radioactive here soon <laughs> that would be kind of cool i'm not gonna lie that'd be yeah. kind of sick I, if i well it, it could be sick or like just my face might hulk out you know like yeah, how weird would that be if like <laughs> just my face went green everything else is normal like normal shrimp shrimpy lanky dude and then all of a sudden like my face gets crazy hulk like that yeah <laughs> that would be much worse actually <laughs> yeah yeah so hopefully hopefully the whole x-ray machine just didn't work but yeah, it's whatever. Hey, you survived. You you survived and conquered. So That's next really next for. appointment though, we will have at least two cavities. Yeah, that's fair. You it's it's a cycle. It's cyclical at the old at the dentist. They so. make you feel good about yourself, and then you're like, cool, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm good. Next time I go in, I'll be good still. No. Yeah, maybe your dentist is one that's like in the back of their minds. They're 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 not, they don't warn you because my dentist warns me that like oh there's a potential for a cavity next time and then it's guaranteed there's a cavity next time. Maybe they like have it in the back of their mind. And they just don't tell you. Yeah. So actually, I I mentioned to the hygienist that um, we've talked about <laughs> like it, it all just being a sham, and so maybe they're like they're on to us, and so they're gonna cool it for a little bit or like. 
It could be. It could be. Did she laugh about it? Or it was yeah, like a- she so she laughed and she said that she's actually one of she's like no, normally I feel like dental hygienists have like good teeth too. She's like, Yeah, my teeth are horrible. And so like I get where you're coming from. <laughs> and I was like, see, this is why I like you. Like, I want to make sure that I keep coming back to you because we're on the same page. We both hate this place. And so she knows when I come in, like the normal thing I always say when they're like, Hey, how are you doing? And I was like, I'd be better if I wasn't here. That's like my normal <laughs> line when I like walk into the dentist. Typically I only say it when there's cavities because like if you don't have cavities then there's n- it's not bad. It's not great. Yeah. Dentist is doable if you have no cavities, but, but when like, you have cavities it's horrible. Yep. So whenever I have like coming in for fillings, they're like, how are you doing? I was like, better if I wasn't here. So, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. I, I like this person. That's good. That's good. I know we have a lot of uh, cavity and dentist talking. I'm going to have one last point of this is that I didn't realize how much faster it heals when it's just one, as opposed to them feeling like three at a time. What do you mean heals? So like not heals, but like, it's not as sensitive. So like, so, my, yeah, yeah like the, I had the most recent one done over the summer and it was like done, like good to go. Like probably like three or four days afterwards, I could chew and everything. But the last one I did it when I had all of them filled, I couldn't chew right on my, on one side of my mouth for like, a month <laughs> it was horrible weird i've never had an issue with chewing the only the worst time was after i did had like seven of them done alora thought it was a good idea to get ice cream and, oh ouch and i can't say no to ice cream and i bite of ice course. cream <laughs> you're a so, biter of ice cream yeah I'm, I'm an ice cream biter and so i've never met anybody else that's a biter of ice cream but i'm talk, also a biter we, we talked talk about, about this, this. yes at, you're the, fourth, right. I at the fourth of july we like bromance for a second over it but yeah because i bit into it and just like I put it on, I think it was like my normal chewing side. And so I just like bit down and like, I was crying, (laughs) straight up crying. It hurts. I'm definitely a biter. It's so much easier to just chomp it right off. Yeah. That's what, so my parents were actually in town this weekend and we went downtown to kill winds and we did the normal thing. And there's, we always park in this parking garage. That's like hmm, a couple thousand feet away from kill winds. And so my challenge is always, to finish the ice cream before I drive out of the parking garage so I can get, so I can drive with both hands. Okay. And that makes sense. I am very successful in that challenge every time, but like my parents are like, dude, did you even like enjoy it? And I was like, yeah, yeah you don't even, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was fine. It was good. But as there, I was like chewing it the whole time. And I was like, yeah, he's a monster. He chews on it. And neither of my parents do that. So I don't know where I got that from, but like, my parents also do not do it. So I don't know where I got it from either. <laughs> Maybe we just taught each other. I like might've taught, I, I taught it to you. I don't know where it I got it from. It is possible you have told me when I was a small child and then it just ruined my life from there. <laughs> influenced you in all these different ways. Maybe that's what's it. given us the cavities. Ooh. Maybe that's the problem. It's chewing Shoot. ice cream. But it is. Yeah. So um, leading out of this though, I was, uh, I, I was wondering, did you happen to give the whole album of Montero a listen? I did. I actually ran last night to it and it was quite good. Yeah. It's a good running album. I ran. I, I'll get back. I'll circle back to running <laughs> about that in here in a second. But, um, but uh, I did. Yeah. So I, I, it's a good album. Do you see what yeah. I, did you listen to it in order? Yes. I, so I listened to it in order. And so I, I took your advice. I did skip the songs that I normally, like I, I knew because I, I wanted to get to the songs. I didn't, but I like, I'd play the first like 10 seconds and I play like the last 10 seconds so I could feel the transitions because yeah, that that's like sense. the most important part. Um, but yeah, it definitely did like slow down and get kind of like in his feels. He got in his feels for sure. 
Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. And but it's so good. It's such a good album. And like the 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 I think like most people's favorite ones on there are like well, people like Scoop. I'm not a fan. Not a fan of that song. <laughs> I think it's just catchy. And like so at at the at that festival, like it's a very easy song to like mix in yeah, other that, songs. Yeah, that makes sense. So so I think I think that's why it's just a very good line. And like it's easy to mix, and so I think yeah. that's like what had that. That makes sense. I will say, um, but I think I, I mentioned this last week, but you didn't know what I was talking about because you didn't listen to it. <laughs> you didn't listen to it yet. But Lost in the Citadel is probably my favorite one, um, just because that it's is so, good. It's such a good song. <laughs> yeah, there's he's like so. Little Nas is like just phenomenal with his. He's got a lot of range. Not not even with his singing, but like his songs. So like, That's a, yeah, sorry, his genre range is wide. Not necessarily yeah. singing range, but like his genre range. But further than that, I'm I, I can't even like think the right words. But like how he ties everything in. So he's very good at alluding into things. So like Montero, the whole point it was controversial. Like the whole thing with the devil. <laughs> of course, like it all comes into like different songs throughout. So I think it was, I think it was one of me maybe, or it might've been lost in a sit but it was like talking. There's a line where it was like, I'll, pr- or God bless you and your fortune or whatever. And then he just like shuts it down. And so like, he's like bringing in all these like faith and all this like crazy stuff that's happened in his life. I'm knocking over the microphone because <laughs> I'm like getting so excited, but like, <laughs> In his in Montero, like the whole point of that song is kind of like how people would denounce him, like Christians more so were saying, like, you're the devil because you're gay. And then he's like, Well, then I guess I'll be the leader of it. If like if you're putting me in that, then I will just take leadership so I can give like an example for people. And yeah. it wasn't like an insult to Christianity. I think he was just going into like what society's put on him so he's like well then i'll take and roll with it and that's kind of how he's always been as a figure but then like he alludes to it in multiple songs too that like people are like you should like god's blessed you and stuff like that and then he like kind of like back does like an undercut on it and it's just like dude he's so good at just like he's almost like taking the knife and twisting it kind of thing and he's very good at doing like little underhanded innuendos throughout his songs yeah yeah well i agree he does do that very well and i think another thing that he does very well which is like i'm not gonna act like i'm some music kind of store i've told that a million times on this podcast <laughs> i just listen to the music of what i like i'm a, i am a surface level music listener and what i do like about it though which i think is cool that he does very well and especially in that's what i want that song it's a very like pop like a, like upbeat song but the yeah. lyrics are like sad <laughs> like they're like they're like that's sad that sucks for him but like it's it's really like i don't know he does a good job the the contrast that he can make of upbeat song still sad which like the only other band that i really know that does that really well is ajr because they have a lot of like they almost all their songs are like upbeat and like poppy but yeah. like the lyrics are like oh i'm depressed <laughs> and all this stuff which like you don't notice it if you're just listening to it but like if you're listening right. to it like to listen to it like with intent then you know it yeah, I think I think that's some of it is that he's just so good at. So so he, he's kind of comparable 
and this is kind of something that I've realized with generational gap is a lot of like parents and stuff like that say like, Oh, nowadays music is trash and, or it's so, so vulgar and so like inappropriate because mm-hmm. like they're, people are just very explicit, like to the point they're like, this is what I want. And it's usually sexual <laughs> or talking about drugs or something like that. And they just say it. We're like, it's no different from the music from 20 years ago. However, it was all just in innuendos and like, it was all implied. Yeah. Yeah. It, like there are very inappropriate things still being said in those old songs, but it, it, it was all like kind of alluded to and not just explicitly just like, yo, this is now what it's I want. straight up stated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I think like Lil Nas is kind of doing that, but not in like it, inappropriate way but i mean sometimes yes but like sometimes it's like <laughs> he he he's like using it in his own words like in his own way to like kind of like craft what he wants his whole image to be and so yeah. it's it's really cool how he's doing that yeah he is he is really freaking good and he is talented <laughs> yeah and he's getting all these crazy features and like working with all these people yeah and he's so funny his tweets are so funny <laughs> dude that's what I'm saying. Like his whole, I think he, that when he did that song and that music video, he just kind of like, I think that was him like showing this is my life. And like, yeah. he has just embodied that to a T like <laughs> yeah. his tweets, everything just like does not care. It's just doing himself. Like he cares yeah. about how he feels and that's awesome. And he's given like a great role model to people who don't know how they should feel if they're, in in an ostracized way like he's the perfect example of people are like going at him all day and he's like yo i'm still living this is great yeah and it's crazy he's like he's my age it's just it's nuts he is huge for being my age i just i don't think i can do that that's for sure (laughs) yeah he's very like strong yeah and mature I i agree um speaking this is this is a horrible transition but speaking of not being strong that was me this weekend at the 5k I ran. <laughs> so how was that? I saw, I saw an Instagram post. I think it was of Kayla, not of you. So were you dead? And oh. Kayla was fine. Cause Kayla seemed fine. So, okay. So it wasn't like, it wasn't horrible. I wanted, okay. So the race itself. So oh, okay. let me backtrack. All I did to prepare for this i think i told you no i didn't tell you you ran one time right yes i ran one measly mile that was all i did yep and that was just to because i was like i need to do something and Mm -hmm. so um i don't know how much it helped me because we ran this so we it was it's 3.1 miles um it was like 3.2 this course was for the 5k so not exactly but um 3.2 ish and we ran all but like probably like four minutes of it we walked a little bit just because we were well the reason why we walked Wait, the first is, time, was it we or was it you no we, it was a we it was a okay. we so it was and i will say this is because the only reason kayla really needed a break was because she had when she had covid it like got yeah. her lungs not as much so um so she had a much better reason than i did i was you're just, like, you're just lazy you're just i was like i'll gladly take a break but i did pretty decently we finished it in 38 minutes um not bad which like we were we were running it but we were like jogging it i mean jogging decently of it so yeah um i'll take it but the reason we stopped the first time is because we were both dying of thirst because there was a water table and i grabbed the first cup not realizing it wasn't water 
it was Gatorade and I was expecting it to be water and I uh, needed water. And I, I was like, ah, oh, crap. So I, we had to take a break to catch our breath from that. But um, then we took another walk towards the bridge. Cause I was, I was gassed. That one was me. That one was all me. I was gassed. It was like, we could see the finish line, but not quite yet. See the finish line. But once we saw it, we're like, all right, we got to run. Um, but it was cool. Uh, it was fun uh, actually. Cause like the ending was fun. Cause I like, I ran through with my hands up. Of course I was yelling. I was like, I might as well. There's a, there was a bunch of like the workers there that all like, yeah, good job. All this stuff. They give you a medal, um, give you some waters. And it was all a bunch of like IUPUI students that were doing it. Cause it was through IU at, at IUPUI, but it was um, the hot chocolate run is what it was called. Um, so they're all like screaming and I'm of course milking as much as I can. I'm hamming it up. I might as well. I just ran, I just ran five kilometers. I might as well. <laughs> So, um, we did that and, uh, and you get like a hot chocolate, um, you got this nice jacket and then, um, they had like fondue that you dipped like marshmallows mm. and, uh, rice krispie trees and Oreos and stuff. in. it was really cool. It's a cool ending, but was the hot so chocolate we, good? The hot chocolate was actually really good. It, okay. it was not as good cause it was like 70 degrees out, but like it was really good because it, but the hot chocolate itself was very good. That's good. Cause that's what, if you did a hot chocolate run and they just like pulled some like insta chocolate like <laughs> be like come on man yeah and i think this is like it was like it was packeted but it was like gourmet packeted it, it's like it's a pretty famous race so like that's why they because they do it in like different cities throughout so um they were like yeah this is good it better be good hot chocolate and it was um so i was fine through the race um the problem was when i got home i wanted to die <laughs> <laughs> so i could not lift my leg, my hip for the first, like for the first two days, my hip was killing me. Okay. And then halfway through Sunday when the race was on Saturday, my foot started killing me and it still hurts. And I'm like 90. This is a, this is a Caleb mini diagnosis here is that <laughs> she's like pretty certain I have like mild plantar fasciitis. Probably. So, which <laughs> it hurt. Cause like, it was weird because it only hurts if you like put full pressure on it. Yeah. But like if I'm standing, it hurts. But if I'm like sitting or anything, it's completely fine. And the weirdest thing is I could rock climb on my toes. I was completely fine. Yeah. It's, it's different. You're using different parts of your foot for sure. So you're good. It's, but it's definitely, or you could have just bruised it. Yeah. Either way, it was not good to run five miles on basically no warm up. And no training in shoes that are three years old. So, <laughs> yeah, there is a few issues with that statement that you just had. <laughs> just like maybe five issues, but just a few. Yeah, but it was it was fun. I mean, I don't like running just to run, but I liked running for that circumstance. It was cool. So, I would do that again, but I, I would only do five gates if it's like four or something, and I would never do it on a holiday. <laughs> Fair. So, I'm gonna swing it back to music for a second. All right, go for it. Because this kind of slides through business as well. Have you seen Taylor's version of what is what song is it? Oh, oh, the oh, I don't shoot. Remember. What's that song? But I okay. So is it wildest song. wildest dreams or whatever? I think so. Let me. I gotta find it. Keep. But you know no. what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not much of a. I don't really know that much about Taylor Swift. Wildest dreams. Wildest Taylor dreams. Swift. I couldn't tell you the difference between the original and the, the new one. I did listen to both, but there's really not that much of a difference. Is there? There's no difference. Okay. That's what I thought. 
So wait, why I forget why it was a big deal because there was so, I thought there was a slight difference. Like so, um, Wildest Dreams, the original was not her song. She did not have ownership of the song. That was through mm. the whole issue with the manager and like how they like I can't remember the dude's name. It was the same manager as like Justin Bieber and all the other crazy big so the guy artists. that ripped off Kesha too. I think so, probably. <laughs> He he pretty much took all ownership to all of her songs, or at least to Wildest Dreams. I don't know if it was all of them. And mm-hmm. so she re-released it because she got full ownership either through a lawsuit or something happened, and she got ownership or she bought it. And so she released her song again, and it's mm. now Taylor's version. So if you listen to her version, she gets like the credit and the payment for it. If you listen to the other, which has... 414 million <laughs> listens <laughs> then the other person gets paid i need to figure out who that person was but like wait so how does, how does that work exactly if she has the ownership now so she, so she either bought ownership or like she personally owns the song she there's no record label over her anymore mm-hmm. because that was the issue was taylor swift had an issue with the re- record label um and because of that she was not in full ownership ownership of the songs or she didn't even own the songs at all like okay, someone okay. someone bought out her rights to the song it was scooter braun that's what it was okay the guy just has a shady name so if you, yeah. you cannot trust anybody named scooter i'm just gonna tell you that right now if you know somebody if you're listening to this and you know somebody named scooter don't trust them i just i just know you shouldn't yeah it's not a it's not a great not a great one but so scooter scooter braun was the issue and he and so I don't know. It's it's just interesting that she's like released the same song, but she like did it as like a screw you, this is mine, and so she's hoping to like get that song as the the normal um, instead of the original, which mm. I think Scooter still has rights to. Oh, okay. So that's how. That, okay, that's what I was wondering. That's what I thought. I think she had like a there was like a time pass, like a certain amount of time pass that she could re-release the song or something like that. I feel like something along those lines. But I know what you mean. Okay, so I got you now. Yeah, I think that's uh, kind of some garbage because I feel like it's one of those things that um, I feel like it's almost like a student loan. Like when you're a young artist, you're just going to go with whatever is going to make you money right away and get you popular, but you don't really know what you're getting into. Um, I feel like that's kind of like student loans. You are taking on a house payment, essentially, um, and you are 18 years old and have no money. (laughs) Yes, now it's almost like this is your first car after a student lo- like your first debt after like your debt of student loans. Like that's almost what it is. It's like her, her like screw you moment of that. Like she's out of it. She's out of the chains of like debt or, I mean, it's still debt, but to another person for a song. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's like her, it's like her first when you're done and you, she's, she's making money now. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's no different, honestly, from Britney Spears, like the whole thing with how, how Britney Spears, like how she was like, stuck behind her father it was literally because she was too young to be able to do anything on her own yeah that thing was all wild though because it was like that was that was so messed up i don't really i don't the the problem is i don't know enough of the details of what's going on or what like happened with her because like it was a lot more of like than just her being young like she had like all the they they, like gave her all these diagnoses and stuff that like said basically she couldn't handle herself i was like that is just wild (laughs) well that was so so the whole thing behind it is she signed with her dad when she was young and then mm-hmm. her dad continued ownership. And anytime she would try to break away, 
he and so he was a manager so he could tell her literally what to do in every situation like that's how Mm -hmm. it started and the contract never had an end date and so it just stayed as her dad was in charge of britney forever and anytime she tried to get out of it he kind of like started to make her seem crazy and so he get her he would get her diagnosed with all these different things either through like slipping her things or telling her things to get her agitated and then like, or have people paid off to like diagnose her with something saying she's unfit to take care of herself. Therefore he had to stay manager. Yeah. That's messed up, dude. I don't and know. That, I just don't know how you could do that. It's your own kid. Nonetheless, like I under, okay. Now I understand, but like it would, it would be less horrible if it was like some random person, not like your, that. You didn't have a child. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying it's good, but it's horrible either way. I'm just saying, like, that's your own job. I feel like it's worse. Yeah, I mean, he had no disregard for that for his daughter. Like, it was not a daughter thing. It was a money thing, which is just wild. Yeah, that's horrible. But, yeah, I don't... I think that's, that's what people need to, like... People that like, get famous. They just don't know what kind of contracts they're signing, I feel like, a lot of times. Because there's a lot of language that they don't know, and they can nail you with because you you signed it. And like, it's hard to get out of those sometimes a lot, most times. And uh, not like I know that much about it, but I just know that like, like Gene Simmons, for instance, and Kiss, he like, wouldn't, he, they didn't sign any rights away to like any of their songs. So like all their merchandise and stuff was all them. So that's why they, they made so much money because they didn't give it away to anybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's a big upkeep nowadays. I feel like yeah. it was easier back then than now. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's just like, would you rather have a penny and sell 500,000 of something or sell a thousand for $10? Yeah. Like which one's <laughs> going to make, which one's going to make you more money. And so it's like, think of it that way. Cause like if you sell your rights to your, all of your logos and stuff that you can sell on stickers and on shirts and on everything, you'll make much less money because you sold the rights to someone else, but you'll still make something, but is it worth it? And that's what people like at first people are like, Oh yeah, I'm going to make $10,000. But then the company made 10 million off of you and gave you <laughs> yeah. 10,000. Yeah. And that's like what everything, and I, I see that happening a lot with like TikTokers and stuff. It's interesting listening to the BFFs podcast all the time. They're talking about TikTokers and how like these houses would come and the houses would be run by a label. The label would be making all the money and then giving like yeah. the kids like a $5,000 stipend, which is like crazy. Imagine at 18 years old, you had $5,000 a week to spend. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> but they're making five hundred million, and you're yeah, and they're giving you five thousand, and you're like, this is amazing, and they're like, yeah, it is, uh huh. <laughs> it definitely is great. Yeah, that, that's that's wild. I don't even I don't even know. I, I just like I feel bad for people that get stuck. I will get like if you get scammed once, whatever. But I feel bad for the ones that get stuck in like long long term situations. There's a, yeah, there's a difference between getting scammed and getting stuck in something. Like scamming, I feel like is a one time thing. Like yeah, you you lose one time. And it sucks. And you're like, well, oh, like, I know better next time. Yeah, but 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 the, if there isn't a next time, then you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is wild, and it's like I don't know. It's something that I see a lot, and I think, I think people are just not always in good intentions anymore. Like it used yeah. to be a trustworthy thing, but now everyone's looking to make a penny off of someone, and that's what. Um, today it was. I was listening to the podcast, and it was Whitney Cummings which Whitney Cummings from uh, two broke girls mm-hmm. was like, 
slaughtering Dave Portnoy, which was hilarious. <laughs> um, but then looked at Josh and said, when are you going to stop wanting to be famous because you're already rich? And it was like a really weird thought, but she's yeah. like, at some point, once you're rich, you don't care about the fame anymore because a lot of people think that if you're famous, you're getting rich from it. But if you get stupid rich, you don't need to be famous anymore. And you might actually want to get out of it. And so it was really interesting. Cause she's like, those are the people like, you know, when someone's made it, when they don't want to be in the spotlight anymore, like think about Ashton Kutcher, how much is he in the spotlight anymore? That's true. And he is like, he's like the, one of the most, one of the richest celebrities ever. <laughs> he is loaded and he still does whatever he wants. But when do you see him like in the spotlight? Will Smith. Yeah. When do you see yeah, him he, in the spotlight? I was going to say, yeah, he, they do. They don't do like spot. They still do like shows and stuff, but they're not like, they're they not like on people. They're not on the, you know, the, the TMZ, tabloids, the tabloids and, stuff. Yeah. and stuff like that. They're not out doing crazy things every week because they don't need to like, they're, yeah. they're like out in their, one of their 17 houses that they have a private jet to, and they're just yeah. living life. Except for the rock. That dude's everywhere all the time. <laughs> yeah. But that's his, that's his like MO. That's his shtick. Yeah. He started as a, as a live entertainer. So it would make sense. He was also, he was a football player and also in WWE. So it makes sense for him to do it. I just think it's funny. He's always in the news. <laughs> yeah. His MO has always been that he's, and I think he's going to go down as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like he's going to go down as always like pounding it, like working out too much, doing too much business, or he'll get involved in like government or something like something that's just going to suck all this time. Like he's always going to be in that, or he might become like a philanthropist or something that just like, takes on one of these crazy challenges you know like it's yeah, the same with bill gates so cool same with bill gates he's a guy that like he'll never get out of the spotlight because he's just motivated for everything yeah yeah i would say like another one like well like i think it's interesting because a lot of people leave it and then come back like dave Chappelle. i'm not gonna we do not talk about his special <laughs> but <laughs> i mean i'm just think it's interesting that he like was gone for like 10 years and then probably long 15 years and then brought all these netflix specials back and got super famous again so i think it's kind of wild he he got a lot of stuff other <laughs> than just extra fame. he's extra famous now that's for sure but um so yeah all right well, well we're done we gotta go play gonna, civilization the game we I do hate. we're actually playing this time get out of here you know you like it <laughs> we're gonna spend but, way too many hours on way too little of enjoyment probably but that's okay it's the it's the social aspect it's like golfing <laughs> I'd rather golf. And on that note, <laughs> but that's thanks for listening. Catch the same time, same place next week, wherever you get your podcast. Tweet us at Bros Friend and I. And we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Love you, Nathan.